0: You're listening to The Deep Talk Podcast, Episode 2. Today, I'm going to be talking to Cord Cohen, owner of spa company Zents. Many years ago, Cord was in a life-changing car accident, leaving him with a brain injury, the loss of scent, and tons and tons of pain. When the doctors told him that his life wouldn't improve, he moved to India and healed himself with integrative healing techniques. Out came spa company Zents, and a very inspiring man with an infectiously bright personality and a beautiful story. I am so excited to welcome him on today because he is going to be teaching us so much about entrepreneurship, wellness, yoga, and meditation, and all those things that our society is hungry for. So sit back, put in your headphones, and listen to a great man tell an inspiring story and be prepared to learn a ton. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog and college student, Madison Brandt we are going to talk deep. To the people who have struggled, who have really been through it, to those who are confused on their paths, for the spirituals, the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are really doing it. Hey guys, we know you have struggled too, but this isn't only about entrepreneurs. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life, and here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. All right, guys, well, before we get started, I wanted to say, yes, I changed my intro to my podcast. You know, first intros are always exactly what you're looking for, so yes, I changed it. I hope you like it, but... I know you guys are going to love this podcast today. I'm so excited for you to learn all the meditation techniques and entrepreneurship skills. And he's just such an amazing guy. And I really am excited for you guys to hear his story. So let's kick it off and just get started. Hey, Cord, so good to speak with you again. How are you today?
1: Life is good. Spring is here in um, Boulder, Colorado. So I'm enjoying it.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I am so jealous. I wish it was that kind of weather here in Minnesota. Um, so before we begin, I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about how I met cord. So one day I was on Google and I was looking up kind of spiritual based cosmetic companies because both of those things are really important to me. I found zents i messaged cord on linkedin and he responded so quickly and we spoke on the phone for a little bit and we talked about what he's doing what this company is and and he let me intern for them he let me come on help out learn a little and i was just so thankful to get that experience and so thank you Court, for speaking with me today and also thank you so much for letting me join the team
1: ah uh, well you know i was really um I was really taken by the email that you sent me. I, I thought it was just really powerful the way you put yourself out there. And, you know, that's what I did when I was starting Zins too. I just reached out to people and um, connected. And um, so I, was, I really loved that you did that. And we're still thankful to have you on our team here.
0: Oh, well, thank you for letting me join the team. I have loved every moment of it. So networking, that strikes such a chord because... My mom has taught me at such a young age about networking and just reaching out to people. That's why I think my podcast is so important to me because reaching out to people in emails and even if they don't respond, you know, responding again to them or asking somebody else who inspires you and just not being afraid to ask people for something because you never know even if they don't say yes now they might say yes for later or they might give you some tips or you know even if they don't respond it's okay you tried and that builds your skill set and you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take so might as well take some so i was on facetime actually with jessica today and we were kind of laughing and talking about your infectious personality and It's true, you are so infectious, you bring such a light into this world and I think what you're doing is so important and I love watching the way your light is spreading into this world.
1: Well, that's what we're here to do: connect and spread love. You know, I mean, I feel like in in whatever medium we do that, whether we're doing that with friends or family or work, you know. And I think I think so often in business we have this um, illusion that we can connect in a certain way with our friends or family and loved ones, and then in business we can't connect in that mm-hmm. way. And I actually think it's totally the opposite. And I think that you know one of the reasons I'm here is to spread love in as many places i as I can. And if I'm I'm at work eight hours a day, that's a really powerful tool. In a, a powerful place to spread love, whether it's through product or my connection with you know the amazing group of humans I get to work with every day, or the people that buy So to me, you know, I've always I've always been kind of struck by sometimes you can go do yoga or you know on your meditation mat, and then you leave your yoga mat or your meditation mat, and you don't bring that through the rest of your day. And I actually feel like that's why I do yoga. That's why I meditate. So I can bring that energy and bring bring that heart space hopefully through the whole day
0: yeah I love meditation I think it is so important I get up every day and do it even if I don't have a lot of time just doing five or ten minutes is really crucial to my day because it sets the tone it sets the tone for me being able to be calm for the day and being able to handle things that are tough and It also is just another 10 minutes in my day where I can have peace. (laughs) And that is really great to me. Um, So a lot of people don't understand meditation. They think it's just confusing to just sit there and it doesn't help them. And so what do you do for meditation? What helps you? What tips do you have? So it's so
1: interesting what, what you said is, you know, that that a lot of people don't know how to do it. And I hear that all the time. You know, I, I actually when I go into a training for our spas, or I do wellness events, I teach meditation a lot. And one of the most common things I hear is someone say, you know, I tried it, and I just couldn't do it. I just wasn't good at it. And I always share with people is like, that's how it's supposed to be. Don't worry. Like <laughs> you know that that's that's how it is. You know and and um, but to to dive into this, um, you know our brains are highly developed machines, mm-hmm. and um, once we become adults, typically we have developed um, the left part of our brain in such a significant way through school, through work, through learning all the things we've learned that a lot of times our left brain has taken over, and and we can tell. That that. that because the more our left brain is developed and takes over, the less present we are in this moment. So think back when you were a little girl and, you know, you were much more present probably than you are now because that left side of your brain wasn't as highly developed. And developing the left side of our brain is great. It makes us successful. It makes us be able to drive. It makes us be able to converse and and create. So it's not that it's bad, but we do have to be aware that it, it takes over. And we want to develop the right side of our brain, which is what meditation does. It brings us back to that. So in India, when I was living over there, one of the things they said that was so interesting that stuck with me is they said that an average adult that's kind of developed their brain is usually thinking about seven levels of thought at the same time. So right now, you all are listening to me and you're processing my words, but there's also six other things going on in your brain that you're aware of or you're not aware of. So maybe you're noticing your dog. Maybe you're noticing that you're a little bit hungry Maybe there's a plane going by and you're hearing that. So seven levels of thought for an adult person is what our brain is doing. And those seven levels of thought are bringing us away from being totally present. And a good example of that is, let's say you're driving home from work, you've had a really busy day, your brain is activated, you get home and you're like, I don't even remember really driving. You know, like all of us have done that, even though we were present while we were driving as present as we could be. We had seven conversations going in on our in our brain that sometimes we're like, gosh, I I don't even fully remember that which is what everyone does. So when someone sits down to meditate, it's, you know, I always tell people, it's not something that you're going to be good at. And you first and foremost have to let go of that. You have to completely let go and not think that it's a destination that, um, that you're good at. And you want to think of it more as that you're exercising that part of your brain. So if you think about for your whole life, you've been doing curls with your left arm, your bicep on your left arm, your left arm would be really developed and your right arm wouldn't. So that's kind of a good way of thinking that. So when you start working out the right side of your, your brain or your right side, you start doing curls with your right arm, it's going to be tough. It's it's going to be hard. But you don't you wouldn't expect you to be great at that, right? You would just be kind of learning it. So first and foremost, long story short, as I say, let go completely let go is that that you're supposed to be able to sit there and not think that's impossible people spend their whole lives meditating hours and hours a day to get a few seconds of silence (laughs) so let go of that and know every time whether you have an active mind a crazy mind a calm mind that morning that just by sitting down and meditating you worked out that side of your brain and the more you work out that side of your brain the more balanced and the more present you're going to be so sometimes Sometimes when I um, wake up and I have a really active mind, and I have what my Western mind would judge as a bad meditation because I was thinking the whole time, or a thinkitation is what I call it, <laughs> that sometimes that's the day I needed it the most, really. And that that practice was even more important because I slightly calmed my brain. And maybe instead of seven levels of thought, I had six levels of thought that I went into my day in. Then some days you wake up and your brain feels peaceful and calm. Maybe you're at four levels of thought. And that After meditating, you have three levels, but the goal is to develop that part of our brain more and more so we can get back to that place when we were little. Remember when you were a little kid and you were really present, a a 24-hour day, a a day seemed like a week. You would sit and really notice the clouds go by. You'd watch a butterfly and you were really there. And that is possible to still become as an adult, but we have to work at it. And, And that's what meditation is. So that's kind of the first thing I say to let go of. And then the other thing I always tell people is to check out pranayama. Pranayama is deep breathing and it's a form of meditation. There's many different types of meditation, but you know, to sit down and just try not to think is really incredibly difficult. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life and I've done it for years and I do it every day. What pranayama does, what deep breathing does is it has this magic ability to start calming your nervous system it gets you out of fight or flight and it scientifically is going to start quieting your mind so again the seven levels are going to go to six the six are going to go to five the more you do it so i always tell people start with pranayama and there are great free apps if you have an iphone download pranayama start 10 minutes a day five minutes a day. Start with a a time, whatever that you won't uh, be able to get out of, you know, five minutes. Everyone has five minutes, right? Everyone has 10 minutes. So start with that and then build when you feel inspired and you feel excited. Maybe that 10 minutes is 15 and that 15 is a half hour. You know, I do anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half on a regular day. And then on the weekends, sometimes I get so excited, I'll do more. But I started with 10 minutes. That was it.
0: So is meditation something you do every day just to be at peace? Or is it something more like a muscle that you train every day and then you notice yourself over time having less and less anxieties and being able to be more and more um, stabilized?
1: Mm, That's a good question. Life is fast and life is complex and we're all balancing a ton. So I think it depends on the day. I think there's two, two answers to that question. I... See, the longer I have meditated, I have created a well of energy in me that I did not have before. I've created a silence and an introspection that I did not have before. And I've created a second space between who I am and what my thought is. And that is, to me, where all the magic happens. That's where everything incredible happens. (laughs) So I think to answer your question, yes, the more I've done it, the easier it's become. But that doesn't mean it's easy. You know, there because life is so, so busy and complex, and we're all really human. I mean, there could be a, a day when your heart is hurt, or you've gone through something really tough, and your mind is really active, and it's going to take longer to feel peaceful, or maybe you won't even feel peaceful that day, but you're just going to feel maybe slightly better. What I love about pranayama and what I love about meditation is to me, it's the most powerful medicine that I've ever found. It healed parts of my brain they said could never heal. It healed my body. I've seen it heal so many different people. And what I think is so incredible is the most powerful medicine that I've ever found is free. It's for everyone in the entire world, and it goes with you wherever you are. So I think that's beautiful, and I think that's an example of how abundant the universe is.
0: Oh, I almost get chills from your amazing perspective. Wow, I was I was expecting for you to be like, yeah, you know, you meditate and you learn how to get better at it, but you come in with all these amazing tips and advice and I just love how much more you put into things. I can just tell you're one of those people who does more than people expect and I appreciate that. So thank you so much. I think that's gonna be so useful to our listeners. Um, I recently have been reading books and watching videos about meditation they all seem to have this overlying theme of objectivity and so instead of when you're meditating and when you feel anger or sadness or anxiety of being like oh no these are my emotions i am these emotions and i won't be able to get away from them i can't do meditation to sit there objectively watch them remember that they aren't you and just sit there and feel them and let them pass by as if they aren't you they're just a wave that you are experiencing and so that's helped me a lot to make myself remember i'm not an anxiety and i'm not worried but i do experience it, those emotions and that's okay and meditation has helped me get used to them and you know find peace among them and so thank you so much for just giving me all that advice i'm definitely going to take that into my life um but i would love to talk a little bit about your beginnings of going to India healing yourself and starting off your company
1: mmm so you know I it's funny I'd always wanted to go to India since I was a little kid for some reason I don't know why I just always been drawn to it so I'd always knew I was gonna go there one day but I didn't know that I was gonna go there to heal myself <laughs> so I, I grew up here in Boulder Colorado which is you know kind of this epicenter for alternative healing and and I was really lucky to grow up with organic food and hiking and exercise and acupuncture and massage and at an early age I decided I, I wanted to be a part of the healing industry and became a therapist and I my main focus was like in mainly energy work so Reiki cranial sacral, that type of thing and had my own practice absolutely loved it and um, got in a really life-changing car accident one evening and my life just radically changed from being a really active, really healthy person to someone really struggling. Um, And I had really intense brain injury and also physical injury. And I was in full-time rehab for a year and a half. And and, and that full-time rehab was for my physical injury and also my brain injury. And after about a year and a half, the doctors came to my parents and, and came to me and they said, you know, this is where we're at. This is where you're at, and it's just time to get used to it, and we're going to pull you out of rehab, and you have to accept this." And I have these beautiful angel parents that didn't believe the doctors, and they told me I wasn't allowed to believe the doctors. And we heard about a doctor over in India that kind of treated the untreatable. Um, treated people that Western medicine had given up on. And that always sounds crazy. Like, how did you hear about a doctor in India from Boulder? But um, if you ever come hang out in Boulder, people go back and forth from India. And there's a lot of Indians that now live in Boulder. So we just lucked out. And we heard about this more than one but Tibetan doctors up in Dharamsala, where all the Tibetan refugees are, where the Dalai Lama is, and that they were doing amazing things. So my parents packed my bags and they moved me to India. And from a place plane, to a train, to a bus, to a rickshaw. You know, I ended up in this little village called Dharamsala. And that's where the Tibetan doctors were. And um, I went in and I got a consultation where they saw me and they created Tibetan medicine, which are essential oils and herbs that they grind up into this horrible tasting paste. (laughs) But it was really powerful. And my body almost instantly started to get better. Slowly, slowly, teeny baby steps. But I hadn't been taking even baby steps, you know? And then from there, I got a year and a half uh, supplied. I'd have to come back every three months to have them check my pulse and create new medicine for me. Um, but then I went down to an ancient city called Varanasi. And Varanasi is on the Ganges. And there was an incredible doctor there. There was a Western doctor and also a naturopath doctor. But he also was a yogi. And he created really specific meditation to heal my brain. Pranayama. You know, he gave me different pranayama and meditation exercises for my brain and then um, gave me different um, uh, different postures in yoga to do. And I would do that from four in the morning, um, usually till around 10, 12, one o'clock at night. And I did that the entire time I was there and um, slowly, slowly started to heal. And you know, parts of my brain that they said could never heal. And it was really out of that place of healing where the idea of sense was born. You know, I just felt so lucky to have a second chance, and I wanted to be a part of other people's second chances, and I feel like that's that's what Zince does. You know, not only do we have a retail collection, but we have a treatment line, and I feel like every day, you know, kind of the biggest epidemic that's happening is people are stressed out of their minds, and they're forgetting who they are, and if you go into a spa and get this incredible treatment, and your nervous system relaxes, you remember who you are, or finding... A favorite aroma or incredible ingredients help bring you back to who you are so that's how it started
0: wow such an amazing way to begin do you know how many people are going to be inspired by that do you know how amazing of a story that is that's like straight out of a movie um was there a moment when you were in india when zents formed in your mind
1: There was, yeah, I remember it clearly. It was at the end of my time living there and I was meditating. Um, We'd go down early in the morning at four in the morning and meditate on the Ganges right next to this river. And I remember opening my eyes, the sun had, had just risen and I remember thinking that this is what I was gonna do.
0: So did the title of your company Zents come to you in India as well?
1: It didn't come to me then. I just knew the feeling and what I wanted to do, but the name Zints didn't come um, at that that day.
0: For sure. It's better to think about what the company is going to be than the title, you know, in the beginnings, you know, the names can come later. <laughs> um, I'm so intrigued about your whole story. So let's get cracking on entrepreneurship. What were your struggles? How was it like starting? Um, what was the process of it?
1: So, you know, I came back from India and I had, you know, no knowledge of how to start a business. I mean, I didn't go to business school. I didn't I didn't know anything about it. And I didn't have money. I, you know, I came back from India with three thousand dollars on a credit card. So one, I always tell people that, you know, don't be scared if you don't have money, if you don't have a degree. I feel like those things can be helpful with starting a business. But I've seen many people with money and many people with degrees that their business didn't last. And I've seen many people that didn't have money and didn't have a degree and their business has lasted because of passion. And I think the the number one thing I would share with people is create something from your heart that you are so passionate about and, and that you believe in with every cell of your being and you go for it. You just go for it. Like, I feel like some of the success we had was maybe that I didn't know as much as other people. I was almost childlike in that. I just was excited and I went for it. I talked to people, I called people, I learned from everyone I could. Anyone that knew more than me, I just sat with them and I, I just asked them, hey, can I ask you questions about business? Can I, can I ask you questions about how you did this? And I listened. And, um, and I think that's one of the most powerful things you can do in this world is to have an open heart, to feel passionate, and go for it. And you're going to need that. You know, when you're starting your own business, you're going to need that over and over and over. I've had zens wow. for 22 years, and I still need that. Um, there's obstacles that will continue to come throughout your entire... It doesn't go away. There's there's new levels of growth you reach, and there's new obstacles that you've never dreamed of that that will come to you. And to get through both of those things successfully, you need to have passion, and you need to go for it. And, um, and you also need to be humble enough to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. To ask people that are really good at the things you're not good at. And then eventually, when you're able to start hiring people, you always hire up. You always hire people that are better than you at the things that you're not good at.
0: You are completely embodying the law of manifestation, you know, that's something I've been trying to learn more about and it's just kind of about how whatever you put out into the world will come back to you. So when you're putting out your light and when you put out your story and your wishes and how you wanted to have this company, it came back to you. It all came back to you and here you are creating. And so about creating, you know, how did you figure out what you wanted the products to be when you were thinking about your company?
1: So you know I, I um the things that were inspired that are still inspired from India are all of our hand-carved stone boxes. So if you check out Zents, we have these gorgeous hand-carved stone boxes that have this organic shea butter. It's a, it's a super healing balm in it. It's called the Concreta, And those are all hand-carved by the family I lived with in India. And then through the years, we've been so lucky to grow that we've been able to hire more and more and more and more people. So that was definitely really important for me to have. And I would say that's kind of our star product and our star packaging because it's so gorgeous. And that every single one of those is hand carved. And every single one of those helps people to have a better life. You know, kids send kids to school, helps get food on people's tables. So that was really kind of came from the heart of India and, and the give back to that. And then the other products really where all the products came we're listening. And I think that would be the next thing I would say that's really important as an entrepreneur is to listen, to listen to what people ask for to listen to what people say they like, what they don't like. You still have to be strong. You still have if if there's something you love and you get some negative feedback that someone doesn't like it, you can't throw it out, right? But Mm -hmm. you have to listen to what they don't like and you have to evaluate and see if you start hearing that from 20 people, 40 people, 100 people, that's something to really listen to. So, you know, I first started with the aromas and um, each one of the aromas came, call them liquid memories, and they came from a person or a place that I loved. And um, so for instance, Mandarin is from the spice markets of Thailand. So if you're in Thailand and you're walking through these beautiful outdoor spice markets, you smell cardamom, nutmeg, ginger, and you know, kind of exotic. So every one of our aromas came from a person or a place that I love. So it came from a really deep place and, and they're invisible paintings. And then from those aromas, I first put them in the concreta, that healing balm that's how it started it started out smaller and then people said oh, i love that like do you have this in a lotion and no but that's a great idea. I'll do a lotion. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, I love this. Um, do you have something for the shower, like a body wash or a soap? No, I'll do that. <laughs> you know, So I just kept on listening. And you know, that's what people pay 1000s of dollars for think tanks. You don't need to do that. Just just putting it out there and just listen to people. And they'll tell you what they like and don't like people are not shy about that. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still some of the best ideas I hear are, are just from what people have said, you know,
0: I mean, yeah, that's what a company is. You know, you listen to what the wants are and you fulfill it. And yeah, it's your passion and the whole thing is your vision. But by um, listening to what they want, you can make it even better and more successful. And so then you can further that light into the world. Is there any product of yours that speaks the most to you that is the closest to your heart?
1: The story that's the closest to my heart is Sun. And Sun is created for my mom, and it's about the feeling of home. And you know, I I don't know how I got so lucky to to have such an amazing human as my mom, but she's a really, really rare person, and it's just so incredibly loving and 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 special. And so that I created that scent for her. And you know, as a kid, I would spend time in the kitchen with her and she'd be cooking and um, she was an amazing cook and I would just be talking with her. And so it reminds me of being home. It reminds me of being in the kitchen, which was like the heart center of our home. And my mom, when I was a little kid, would always wear a little dab of um, vanilla, cooking vanilla, on her wrists or um, behind her ear. So I remember the smell of vanilla and my mom. So when you smell sun, it has that vanilla note, but it's also sandalwood and grapefruit. So when I'm creating a scent, I think of, you know, a person or a place and different ingredients translate that way. So sun vanilla to me is like really homey and really loving. Sandalwood is deep and and feels like sunshine, which is her personality. Um, My mom has a sparkle in her eyes. So I put a couple drops of grapefruit in there. So truly, each ingredient kind of translates into something that that person is or that place is to me
0: I love that I wish I could know also more brands and the way that they put like their own stories behind things because it's incredible and so so touching and now I'm gonna have to smell every single Zens product with a totally different intention ah, I want to know them all <laughs> so um in the beginning when you were starting your company how do you get people to believe in it you know and stand behind it and help you when it was just starting and it wasn't successful yet.
1: You know, if you believe in yourself and you go out with a big smile on your face and show your passion, people will come. To you, people that believe in you. But there's people that are, that see your passion and, and see that you're talking from your heart and want to join. I feel like that's human nature. So I feel like if you put the message out, your tribe comes. And you know, at first as an entrepreneur, if you don't take out a loan or don't have money, you you really depend on friends and family. You know, I worked at a restaurant six to seven nights a week to to make the money to to, to live off of. And then I worked at Zent's for free. I mean, I, I every day I, I did that for free for the first two and a half years before I could pay myself. Um, and then that was a little, little bit. So I really depended on friends and family that helped me. My grandma helped me fill bottles. My mom and dad, my best friends. I would say, hey, if you guys come out, you know, I'll I'll, I'll feed you. And then you get enough money where you could hire, you, you know, your first, your first person that's going to believe in your vision. And then that turns into your second and your third and your fourth and your fifth.
0: Oh, I love that. Um, was there a moment when you were like, I've made it or I'm really getting there during the process?
1: You know, it continues to happen. There's there's always new levels. But I, I do remember that the first time I was like, wow, this is really happening, that a really beautiful retail store called Henry Mendel's in New York had found our aromas and loved it. And they did a huge launch party. They loved to discover someone new that no one else knew of. And they invited all the editors for like Vogue and L and w. and and we did this big launch party. And I was meeting all these people and I was in New York city and um and I just had so much fun. And um I was like, wow, this is this is really fun. This is really happening <laughs> But every year there's a new level. You know, um, recently, we just launched worldwide with a group of resorts called Shangri La. And Shangri La are like unbelievable resorts and spas all over the world. So from Tibet to India to Fiji to Paris. And and that's been really beautiful and exciting. That's when I was like, wow, people are gonna be actually using Zince in India, like where, where it was born. So I think I think that's the fun part of having your own business is there's always something new that comes up that's really difficult. That you didn't imagine and hopefully there's always something new that comes up that's really beautiful that you didn't imagine
0: oh people in India like send you pictures and are like ah you did this
1: I know. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited. I was just actually talking a, a half hour before you called to someone in Mysore, uh, the spa director in Mysore. And um, it was just so fun. You know, I was emailing and just thinking about, wow, that's so amazing. Like the full circle, 22 years later, now Zin's treatments are, are being offered and Zin's retail is being offered in, in India. So that's fun.
0: Yeah, and how amazing to see your product go back to the place where you started and you found what this company is for you. You know, that's amazing. And watching it expand is just amazing because you're like watching your dream go into other places and other people's lives. And that's also a signal to show that you're you're doing it. You know, it's getting out there, it means something. So congrats on that. And so when you're expanding and, you know, trying to make Zents bigger and bigger and more impactful is it hard in this millennial age because everything's you know social media now and it definitely is a company that appeals to an older audience people with more money usually go towards spot than people who are younger and then the younger people is where the marketing is at you know with uh digital media and all of that so has it been difficult
1: you know, it hasn't been. One of the things I love because I, I love all platforms. I love digital platforms. Um, I you know, I love the social platforms, and then I also love just this in-person touch that Spa offers. And I feel like in some ways it's even becoming more important because the world is becoming so advanced and so digital and so fast that there is this new luxury of silence, this new incredible luxury of, of someone giving us a massage of touching us of of helping us heal so i really believe strongly that a lot of healing and a lot of incredible things are going on in the spa industry and um, you know again I also love the retail you know uh, retail stores and I love online and digital platforms and social media but I do love the depth and the richness that can happen in a spa I love that you know you go into a spa and it starts with you know for instance at Shangri-La it starts with getting poured tea with our Zen blend oral tonic it's a biodynamic flower essence while your feet are soaking and there's a foot scrub, and then you get onto the treatment table and maybe it's an hour, two, three, or four hour ritual that happens. And then at the end, you know, you get gifted product that you get to leave the spa with. So that's really special. And, you know, and I feel like what spa does is it gives us this rare moment to get out of fight or flight, to get out of being stressed, and we can make really deep heart connections with our customers on that level that we can't always do when they're on their phones or when they're in a retail store. So I think that's something that's really fun.
0: I love the way that your company is almost like a relationship, you know, not just with the way you talk to them or whatever, but with the way you create your products because you create them for them. And so they also are products that are filled with your light and your inspiration and passion. That's what your whole brand is. And it's really inspiring. And I think a lot of companies could learn from that.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm You know, I love I love that. One of the things that I'm feeling the most passionate about is this new product that we created called the Zen Blend Oral Tonic. And the Zen Blend Oral Tonic are biodynamic flower essences that you can take internally. And you first of all, it's mixed in all of our products. So every time you're putting on our lotion or a body wash, you're getting the Zen Blend Oral tonic, the biodynamic flower essences. And what they're designed to do is to get you out of fight or flight to relax your nervous system, to reduce stress. I call it stress relieving happy juice. I wanted to make that stress relieving happy juice in all product, but then I created a really concentrated form that's our Zen Blend oral tonic that you can spray in your mouth. So when you're in your car, when you're working, when you're at home, anytime you really need to de-stress and feel happy. It's a it's a really powerful tool and you can spray in your mouth or you can put it in water, you know, kind of however you want. And you know what's so beautiful about that is that it's it's really for everyone. Like I mean, I love it as an adult, but it is unbelievable for kids, for babies. I love it for dogs, and I just put that in their water, and it really calms their nervous system. So flower essences really affect you on a very deep emotional level, and also a stress level. Um, whether it's a baby, a kid, an adult, or a dog, or a cat. But one of the things that I've been seeing is how people are drawn to that you know the statistics are that the average person is in fight-or-flight from morning until night that we don't even get out of fight-or-flight anymore And our bodies and our minds were not meant to be in fight or flight um, even once a day, let alone all day. You know, back in our great grandparents age, maybe they went into fight or flight in really rare instances when they were running from a bull or they were running from a tiger, you know. And um, what happens now is we go into fight or flight usually first thing in the morning and we stay in. There's a couple main causes. But one is they're saying the news that when you're listening to news or reading news, news that's negative, then your nervous system doesn't really know how to react to that, and it puts you into fight or flight. Even if, if that negative news isn't something that can hurt you or touch you, your nervous system doesn't know that. So, you know, one of the first things most of us do is we grab our phone when we wake up, right? And oftentimes we're getting some negativity or, or seeing something negative the second we wake up. Then the other thing that gets us in fight or flight is over communication. So texts that don't stop, emails that bing, 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 that don't stop buzzing on our phone, on our emails, over communication does not give our nervous system a chance to get out of fight or flight. And then the next thing is traffic, that traffic really gets us in fight or flight. So when you think of the average person, when you wake up, you see news or hear news, then you hop in your car and you're in traffic and maybe you're in listening to news then too, and your phone is buzzing because you're getting texts and your emails start rolling in. By the time you get to work, you're fully activated and then emails don't stop all day. Then you get in your car and you drive home. And then one of the last things you're doing is on your phone reading news, too. So to create something that can help people get out of fight or flight is really vital and really important to me. Because I feel like this is the epidemic that we are living in. And what I've seen, you know, whether we have these stress-busting treatments in spas that we offer or the Zen Blend oral tonic in the retail, I see that people are so hungry and thirsty for that. There's a recognition that we're all like, whoa, this is stressful, this this life. (laughs) So people are really seeking to get out of that.
0: Yeah, stress is such a big problem and I feel like there's so much more anxiety in this world and everybody's just trying to go, go, go. There's no break. And when you were talking about overcommunication, that struck such a chord with me because I hadn't even thought about that. Like, that wears me out. Like, when I'm doing too many things and I'm talking to too many people... I get so tired and anxious and I freeze and so I'm definitely going to try out this product. I think Jessica sent it to me so I'll definitely see how it works and I'm really excited that there's a product out there for stress because that is huge in our world and so the fact that you are a brand that is for people who are going through those things is important because we need products that are going to help us with those real life problems, you know? And so something else I wanted to touch on is failure because this is the deep talk um, but because in a uh, business i think we talked earlier on that one phone call about how you know there's a lot of failures and so what have you learned from them or when have you failed or how has that failure shaped you
1: oh my goodness so many it's like hard to even even to figure out like the one to talk about but i i would say that's it's a really powerful question i would say having your own business it will work you it will work you to the core because you'll become some some things will be successful some things won't be successful and it it's Constant, right? Like, I mean, whether it's it's a project you're working on that didn't go the way you wanted, whether it's a product formula that you really thought was going to be incredible and it ended up not being incredible. I mean, it it doesn't stop, and it's almost like you have to become really comfortable with it not stopping, just knowing that that's part of life, and and change your perception on it, and learn from it, and listen. To what that experience has to say and what people around you have to say. So become friends with it. Yeah. You know, I always tell people having your own company, it's like white water, white water rafting. When you first start, you get tossed, you get thrown off, you know, you get thrown off your raft and then you get back on. And then the next time you hit that white water, you fell off, but then you grabbed the side and pulled yourself back on. And then you become, through every one of those experience, wiser, being able to recognize the white water that's in front of you, learning then how to breathe through it, trust that it all will be okay and you're still going downstream. So I think that what happens is the white water doesn't stop coming, but you become better at writing it
0: you know, you're right. It never really stops coming. Every single time a wave comes, there's going to be another one. And we have to accept that, that every single time we conquer something, yeah, great. But are we ready for the next wave? And are we going to be tough and have the tenacity to handle it? And so I think that's where meditation plays in and taking care of yourself and learning that it's okay that life's hard. It's okay if there's more waves because you're going to be fine and that's life and so we already talked a little bit about failures but let's flip the switch and let's talk about success what are some of your major successes where have you found success yeah let's talk about that
1: there's so many answers to that one too the things that i love is i love the group of people i work with we have big dreams to change the world and help people heal and bring a smile to someone's face and whether that's through a product or an aroma or a treatment doesn't really matter which way someone finds that but at the end of the day when I'm getting ready to fall asleep that's what makes me smile. That there's this tribe of people, not only here at Zinz, but also people outside of Zinz, the therapists, the spa directors, the the retail, the retailers that are carrying us, that we're spreading that, you know, you through social media, like, you know, all, all of this, that we're spreading kindness out to the world and, and love. And I am a firm believer that love is more powerful than anything. And kindness is more powerful than anything. And it can change and shift and heal whatever's going on in the world.
0: And that is why we need more people like you. (laughs) So another thing I was just wondering is what it's like there at Zents.
1: What it's like here at Zents, um, we're a small and mighty team. I, I would say that everyone here culture is really important to us. And we have a really beautiful culture, a really mindful and a really kind and a really funny and fun group. And we believe in that, you know, I would say everyone here believes that not only is the glass full, but it's overflowing. We believe in laughing, we believe in having fun, and we believe in going for it. So you know, we're we're definitely, I, I feel really lucky to work with the people I get to work with.
0: And that's the kind of company I want to work for, you know, like those are the companies that are important, the ones that are focused on team and working together and, you know, meditation and spirituality and all those things that better you, you know, not just a company and the product, but life things. So another thing I was wondering, just because I'm obviously very curious about it with my own self, but I think a lot of new entrepreneurs can benefit from this, but what our goals for you guys. How do goals work? Do you have a 5, 20, 50 year goal kind of thing or how do goals work within your company?
1: We have really clear goals. I believe in dreaming and I believe in writing it down. I believe in creating that dream so clearly in your mind and also feeling it in your gut. And I believe that is really important. I, I I don't think you can create, you can't go for climbing the top of the mountain if you're not sure that that's what you want to do, you know. So that's really important to me. It's always been a, a super important aspect of every day, every week, every month, um, year. So we have a lot of really clear ideas of where we're going and how we want to do that. So whether that's new lines, you know, we have three new lines that have been incubating in my my belly and my mind and my heart for years. So we're going to be rolling out new collections and, you know, we're also going to continue to spread throughout the world. Just last year, um, went into uh, 27 new countries through Asia and the Middle East and Europe, which is exciting. And we're going to continue to expand in Central and South America and and spread love along the way.
0: So I feel like I've heard a lot about feelings and how the feeling inside of you can really create what you're doing and where you're going. Um, Is that true or what is that to you?
1: Well, from a manifestation aspect, I I think that you can be clear in your mind, but you also have to feel it in your gut. So, and, and I think that helps you create what you really wanna create. So an example of that, I could say, oh, I wanna, I really wanna create this amazing line so I can have a plan in my mind, but I also think that I need to feel that in my heart, I need to feel what that creating what that line will be like in my gut, and I feel like when gut, heart, and mind align, that's when it's really easy to create things. So the best I can do to explain it is I think that it has to be more than just a thought. It has to be more than just just a thought in your mind that you have to like feel it in your heart and be excited and passionate about it, and then you have to like really get to the feeling of what that will be like once it it's been manifested. So instead of always thinking about something I want to create in the future what my gut does is I like to think about what's it like once you are you've already created it so I've already created that line I'm showing it to someone they're smiling they're saying oh that's so great I love it and then that's a specific feeling that you get in your gut and in your heart and that's what I hold on to when I'm creating something new
0: you know this might be an unpopular opinion but I've always been a heart overhead girl just because I am definitely a feeler and more emotional but because I feel like your heart is what puts out authenticity and the truth into the world and your mind the logic is going to tell you no or this is how you need to do it more structured and you definitely need that logic you definitely need it to help you you know organize things but your heart is what puts out the truth into the world your heart is where the dream is
1: you know, I think it's such a, I think it's so amazing that we have all, you know, and, and I, I think it's so powerful to use them all. I think you're totally spot on that, like, thank goodness for our brains that we're able to like organize that and think about that and oh, like dream it, put it on a piece of paper, draw it out. Great. But don't let it just stop there. Then like have that also feel that too and go for it with passion. So I think um, that's a really powerful, powerful when you can combine all those things.
0: I think so too. I think those are just the keys to success. So as we wrap up, I would love to know any tips you have for people who are going along the entrepreneurship journey, want to start their own business, or anything you wish you would have told yourself when you were starting out.
1: What I'd say first and foremost is find a practice that can calm your mind. And that can get you out of fight or flight and can get you out of your thoughts. To me, the most powerful is pranayama, as I've shared. And it's the easiest for people that are starting out. That will serve you your entire life in making decisions from a grounded place and and helping you get through hard times. So I'd say first and foremost, figure out how you can calm your mind and how you can control your mind because if you don't control your mind your mind will control you period so that is the most important advice i have for anyone with life and work number two is live with passion and work with passion you know find what makes your heart sing and let it sing and don't be afraid for people to see it smile and go for it and then three don't get discouraged. And um, well, that actually not don't get discouraged. You will get discouraged. We're all human. We're going to get discouraged, but learn to be persistent and learn to get up and learn to go for it. And every time there's something negative that happens, be super determined to overcome and have it even become better and laugh and smile with your friends and your family and, and the people you love and build community.
0: Yeah, wow, Cord, I just want to thank you so much for speaking with me today because I have learned so much. You don't even know. I'm so excited to put all of this into my life and better myself and use these tips to help myself and I'm so excited to watch how listeners do that as well. You know, you and your light and your passion are spreading to this world in such an amazing way and I'm so excited to see where you go and how you get better and how you improve because... I'm rooting for you and you're already doing so well and I just can't wait to see how you grow. And I'm so thankful for this time you got to talk. You feel like such a friend to me and I am just so thankful. So uh, thank you so much and I really wish you the best on your journey.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you. And you know, that's what we're here to do. This is community, right? We're here to share and learn from each other. I'm watching you too and I'm here cheering you on. So I really appreciate it.
0: All right, well, thank you so much again, and we will totally be in touch.
1: Awesome, okay, tons of love, everyone. Take care, bye.
0: Guys, isn't he so wonderful? It is so incredible when you can find an owner of a company and someone who has done such great things and also someone at the same time who is inspirational and motivated and has a story and love to share with this world. This is what our world needs. It needs someone who is going to take what they love and their passion, put it out there into the world and use it for love and connection and all those things that our community and our world craves. And so I am so grateful that he came on to speak with me today because I have been inspired. I have learned a lot and I hope you guys learn something too. I hope you guys are inspired to go do meditation and pranayama and really just start putting out your passion into your life if there's anything you could take away from this I would say learn to quiet your mind learn to put out your passion into this world because it is people like you that are gonna make the difference so thank you all so much for tuning into my podcast I really hope you enjoyed and I will see you guys all next time for episode three